Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School. I'm Matt Donnelly, and we are broadcasting from the Showcase Studios here in Las Vegas, Nevada, United States. This week, Penn just got back from doing Penn and Teller shows on the road. The show's back up here in Vegas. All kinds of stuff is happening. All kinds. You got to show up in Spain that we'll talk a little bit about. Yeah, we will. We will. Um, here he is preaching the love, Pendulette. Preaching the love, and I'm going to be preaching the love in Spain. In Spain. And uh, I just asked Hondro on WhatsApp, which is the way we talk to our international siblings. Yes. Very quickly. The contract is not signed. Ah. Tickets are not on sale, so there's not a website yet. Got it. But we do have the dates. It's uh, Teatre, Teatre Talia. Teatre Talia. Talia in Valencia. Valencia. Valencia, Spain, and it'll be June 23, 24, and 25. And if the 24 is a Saturday, which I believe it is, that day we will have two shows. Whoa. Two shows at like 6.30 and 9.30 or something. Because Hondo just asked me if we'd do two shows. So he's optimistic about sales. Yeah. There'll be four shows. That's exciting. Uh, and um, it's a smallish theater. Mm-hmm. And we are uh, hopeful of selling out. And I think it's being called uh, Uno and Namas. Yeah. Uh, one and no more. Now, Hanzo typically sells very well. So if, if ticket sales lag, we know where to blame. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and we wrote what I think is really some funny stuff. Oh, good. Some really funny stuff. And I don't know how, how, how much I'll be able to do. So it might be only... Two pendulette bits and all the rest Hondro. But you can't go wrong. It's Hondro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not like shipping a crate out there or anything like that, you know? I am. Oh, you are? I am shipping a crate out there. You are? I'm going to do a nail gun in Spanish. Okay. Which is hard. Yes. I've already started working on it. But then you uh, you have smart ass. You got uh, uh, um, stupid. Those are, that's two bits right there you can just do. Yeah, in Spanish though. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I see the hurdle. <laughs> now I understand the hurdle. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do nail gun, broken bottle juggling. Uh, together, we're going to do hand stab with me doing Teller's part and his doing my part. And we might even do the cups and balls. Wow. And then we got a lot of- uh, You talk about grasshoppers for 12 minutes in Spanish? <laughs> I don't even know the word for grasshopper. Isn't that terrible? Well, temporarily terrible. I will need to learn the word for grasshopper and squirrel. Yeah. In Spanish, so I can talk about the stuff that I care about. <laughs> but uh, it's T E A T R E T A L I with an accent A. Teatre Talia. And that's June 23, 24, and 25. Yeah. And it's a small theater. So hey, all together. What's that? Teatre. Teatre. Isn't that what I said? 
No. Okay. <laughs> but you're going to be out there. You're going to do some shows. Teatre. You're going to sell out this little theater four times and then never again. Right. So four times, three, that's like 1,200 seats. Are you leaving your nail gun rig behind? Yes. That's crazy. So it'll be, it'll be, uh, it'll be, uh, uh, that, that whole trick will belong to Hondro. That's nuts. So, uh, what is the origin of that trick? I thought it up. Yeah. That's no, all. That's it. Yep. All right. Success file. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be doing that. And, uh, I'm really, really nervous. I'm really excited. And Hondro arrives in Tuesday night. Wow. He arrives in Tuesday evening to Las Vegas. And you're going to be working with us, right? Yes, I'll be working with you. He also wants to come see my improv show. I'm doing a bucket show on Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, with Paul's going to be back in town. We're doing a 6.30 p.m. Because we're old guys now. Uh-huh. Instead of doing it later after their main stage Well, tell, uh, tell what it's going to be. So uh, uh, at the Majestic Theater down on uh, Main Street here in downtown Las Vegas, mm-hmm. my partner from Pittsburgh will be back in town. And give the date, Saturday the- March 25th, 6.30 p.m., Majestic Rep on Main Street here in Las Vegas. We'll be doing a, an improv show for about an hour. And Hondra will be there. He'll do it for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may have to record something there that's important. So if you can come out, come out. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be on Fallon the 28th. Oh, wow. And Hondro's coming with us. We now have an entourage. That's amazing. We have a Spaniard entourage. That's got to be exciting. And he's going to meet Jimmy. He wants to meet Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that's going to be incredible. So we'll have a a good time. We don't know what trick we're doing yet. (laughs) Because they want the biggest trick ever done that could be set up in 15 seconds, runs three minutes total. And has never been seen before anywhere. So we're gonna we're gonna fill we're gonna fulfill that. You said they bring the right guy. <laughs> You're bringing the right consultant for that. That's for sure. So uh, we're flying to New York with Hondro. Yeah. So that should be exciting. That's exciting. And yeah, we're gonna be working on Fool Us. Yeah. All week. Well, they always say, "How do you get an actor to complain?" Oh yes. Give them work. Yes. Uh, we wanted another season to Fool Us. Yeah. But they have gave us twenty shows. <laughs> So we have to write 20 new bits, 20, two zero new bits. Ugh. So we'll be doing that uh, all uh, Technically next Technically, supposed to have 21, right? You're supposed to have one, yeah, this yeah. one doesn't go great. We need to have 21, you're right. <laughs> I was trying to conceal that from me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 21 bits. Ugh. And uh, Hondro says he's bringing a few of them. Good. And we're going to do the uh, Battle of Wishes, which you've done. Yes. That's yeah, on yeah. the list. Yeah, yeah. And Jelly Bean's already in the show. And Magic Block is already in the show. Those are going in. Great. And uh, then there's just uh, <laughs> a bunch more. 15, 15 more. Yeah. And I got, you know, I got my notes. I have a lot of notes. Good. And Teller has some good ideas. So. Uh, well, the good thing, you guys are into creating tricks. You mm-hmm. guys do make a lot of material. We do. We do. I believe we've written more magic than anybody else in the world in yeah. history. So we're doing that. And you do your bucket show on Saturday night? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, this Saturday, be down there. Hondo's coming by. Some other friends are going to come by. And uh, yeah, it's going to be really fun. Just quick one hour improv show. Good. You'd be out in time to go have dinner somewhere else. Good. Yeah. That sounds good. And it's downtown, right? Downtown. Yeah. Great. Spot. So there's also good uh, good vegan place around there. There are. Go to Vegination afterwards. Vegination down there. A uh, good pie, which is the vegan pizza. It's got very good vegan pizza right Oh, there. really? Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll uh, talk to Emily. Maybe we'll come by. Oh, yeah. Oh. Wouldn't that be something? That would be something. 
I wasn't interested in the improv, but the vegan pizza. <laughs> Fair. I don't care. That's fine. I've always benefited from from, from uh, extra fringe benefits <laughs> for my improv shows. No problem. So, so you went and saw Mystere. I did. I did. I took my children. You'd never seen it. No, I have seen it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, my good friend RJ is in it. Plays mm-hmm. the big baby. Mm-hmm. But we, we were spring break and the kids had never seen it. Uh-huh. So we brought kids and then we brought uh, our, our school friends of my children and their parents. And then um, they came out in character and brought us backstage and treated us like celebrities, which I thought oh, was that's very nice. nice. That's very nice. Yes. We took photos back there. But that show, I mean, 30 some odd years is still- did you enjoy it? I really liked it. Yeah. It's 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 a, you know, for the Cirque shows, it's got the least amount of, of chaff of other uh-huh. Cirque shows. Like they just bring out the acts, do the clown acts, do the circus acts. There's, of course, crazy ambient music and, and, and psychedelic influences. But they still do just really incredible stuff. Like their teeter act with the trampoline combination mm-hmm. is still, I don't see that in other circus shows. And I think it's really compelling and really cool. Really cool aerial acts and stuff like that. My kids laughed at all the clown bits. Really? Yes. That's astonishing. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, but at one point, one of them coaxes the other to accidentally fall into the pit. That was my one child's favorite moment. Mm-hmm. And the other one was when, uh, when RJ drives the golf cart all over the theater mm-hmm. live. And uh, they just got a big old kick out of that. All the yeah. pits they do in the beginning. It was really neat to see kids laughing. It's just impressive. A show that's been around for that long, still just making... Seeing it through kids' eyes for the first time and having them still laugh at it so freshly, I think it's pretty cool. Sure. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good show. And then you went and saw Frozen? Yeah, well, I, you know, that was for me, but I dragged my kids along. Um, <laughs> 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 never. Uh, I don't think we ever spent more money on a thing for just people to, like, talk and cry and, and wind through <laughs> than Frozen. What, what 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 is Frozen? Frozen is based on the movie. It's a musical based on the movie that came out. You, you're not even familiar with the movie. I, I, I okay. saw the movie. Okay, okay. There's a famous song in it. Yeah, yeah. Let There's it go. A, let it. That's it. They they know where that bread is buttered. That is a yeah. a lot of money and effects went into that number. Mm-hmm. That's a bring the house down before intermission number. Uh-huh. All the kids are dressed up as the characters. The whole bit. Uh, but I've never. Where's this plan? It was at the Smith Center. Oh, so it's a big traveling musical. Yeah, Reynolds Hall. Big traveling musical. I've never seen a more expensive daycare center in my life. <laughs> a bunch of, bunch of parents who don't care spending, you know, you know, hundreds of dollars a ticket. How much is it a ticket? It was like 150 a ticket. Wow! Yeah. Which I guess just dirt cheap now. I guess, is it? I went to look at, uh, so my, my uh, we like Brandy Carlisle. I went online. They're coming to, Brandy Carlisle's opening for Pink, and they're coming here to the Raiders Stadium. Cheapest ticket I could find was $400. Whoa. Springsteen's. Might as well see Springsteen. On tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, cheapest ticket. So he's, playing, he's not even playing here. He's playing like Phoenix, and he's mm-hmm. playing San Francisco, and he's playing in Inglewood. And cheapest ticket, nosebleed, Springsteen, $250 in Phoenix was the cheapest ticket. You're going to go? I don't know. Am I old enough now where like nosebleed doesn't count for me anymore? Mm-hmm. But I don't want to spend nine hundred for real seats. What is front row now? Oh, oh, for for pink uh, at, at the Raider Stadium, those were going anywhere between fifteen hundred and, and four grand. Whoa, well, cool. and Springsteen, same thing, fifteen hundred to five grand to be at the front. I don't see how that's ever a smart purchase for me. Yeah. Front row is a bad deal for everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I wouldn't want to see it in front row anyway. You're right. I want to be part of the concert. Who uh, who uh, who pays who pays that amount to see Springsteen or Pink? I guess enough people do. I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but I don't I don't understand. I guess I'm just not that good at being that big of a fan. But even just spending like so like decent seats where I want to sit, where I would enjoy the concert, feel like I was in the middle of it, in the middle of the action, close enough to the stage. Five hundred bucks a ticket. Mm-hmm. So it's a thousand. Then I'm going to travel there, and I'm just like, how? I'm just not. Well, you're not going to bring Sarah with you. <laughs> she doesn't care about Springsteen. Right. I shouldn't have spent that money on it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I, it's, it's, And even when we went to New York to see Broadway shows, most tickets around 300 bucks. Yeah. Broadway show. I don't, it's, I, I thought I was like, oh, I'm getting older now. I have some money in my pocket. I don't care. I can go back and enjoy these things that I couldn't when I lived in New York when I was poor. Mm-hmm. Turns out the same feelings, same exact feelings <laughs> I have then that I have now. I don't know. Well, you know what? Our ticket prices, yeah. when you're all in, you've done everything and paid all the exorbitant fees and all yes. that shit, it's about a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little less than a hundred bucks. I feel good about that. Yes. I, I look out and see people and that. go, they're getting their money's worth. Yeah. That seems like a good deal. I think if I looked out, even if I were good, yeah. and I looked out and saw people paying 5,000 bucks for the front row, I think I'd be uncomfortable. Is that crazy thing to say? No. I don't think so. I, I am right now. Like, I, it's just it's just bizarre. And maybe it's a wave, and maybe it's because we're coming out of the pandemic and the first time big concerts are back. Maybe that's why it's such a big deal. Or maybe this is the new norm. I don't know. But uh, right now, no, but I mean, like, as a performer. Oh, oh, yes. Right. Charging that. Yeah. I, I would be uncomfortable. Of course, that's insane to say, because if you were Springsteen, are you comfortable with people waiting in line the amount of time they wait in line if you weren't right. charging that much? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I guess that's the- No, and you could talk to them, but everyone says, hey, someone's going to get this money. Yeah. Like, some, sure. They, we can't, we, we, we've yet to figure out how to stop scalpers. Right. How do we figure out how to make this money ourselves? Yeah, and I also- Someone's going to make that argument. I believe the, the free market thing, if that's what people want to pay. I also never understood. I, I mean, I applaud this. Because when P- Springsteen kept his ticket prices down, yeah. all he was doing was taking people's time. Yes. They'd wait in line or wait, yeah. wait online yeah. for, forever. Yeah. So it's better to waste your money than your time. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, I am a Springsteen fan, but I am uh, not as big as a fan of these people are, right? Yeah, like, yeah. so there's, there's, there's a stadium of 20,000 people who is more worth it to them than me right. to go see. Sure, sure. You know, that I do... That I get. I'm not mad at anyone in the equation. I'm just surprised. But that's the thing. But my wife and I really had a real, we're like, is it worth it to us? And we're like, I don't know if it's worth it to us. Yeah. With the budget that we have and the money that we'll spend to do it, if it's worth doing. Yeah. And yet I want to see him in concert one more time, at least. Because how many donuts can you buy for that? Right. You go to Ronald's Vegan Donuts. Yeah. And for that amount of money going to Springsteen, you could be happy in donuts for a long time. Very long time. And the pleasure of- And then say, thank you, Bruce. (laughs) Another donut on Bruce. (laughs) Another donut from the Bruce budget. Yeah. So Frozen was uh, $500 for a show that's about three hours long. Three hours? It was not three hours. It felt like four. But um, for 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 me, yeah, the big selling point on Frozen would be, and it's only ten minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> One of my kids definitely could have left an intermission, and I was like, uh, I'm with them. Uh, let's Uber. You and yeah, me. I went to see the Harry Potter show. Oh yeah, and that's only, great magic in it. I only it? saw half of it. Oh really? And it still went on forever. I don't know if there's great magic in it. There's all right stuff. Okay. It's that stagey stuff. Yeah. So there's yeah, no yeah. idea behind it. It's just, it's a special effects. I wouldn't call it magic. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good distinguishing point. Yeah. 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 
you know, it's, there's no nothing. But I mean, if you're if you're not part of the Harry Potter thing, you don't get the Harry Potter thing, right? I mean, Randy Pitchford, who read the books to his child and loves it, he flew over to London. It was a great experience for him. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you were to list the Harry Potter fans in order of their fandom. <laughs> individually on a single line yeah. it would be a long time till you get to me <laughs> so we got the harry potter fan list pen where are you on it let me look for it <laughs> don't start at the top uh i mean all these kids are there they're all dressed up in the different costumes did your children dress up no as- they're all tired because the show started you know it's 7 30 and it's long so they're all getting tired and fidgety through this is a lot of talking random crying snacks it was just was a, an unbelievable experience for, for for going to the big fancy reynolds hall for frozen and is there a live band yeah it's a live orchestra it's an it's an amazingly staged show lighting sets all that are disney over the top incredible a lot of special effects magic effects in it things like that quick change etc really fun stuff totally really well done for a story about two crazy girls and uh, <laughs> two crazy girls who get stuck in a house while their parents die. Is there somebody? Is there somebody that was uh, absolutely loving every second of it? Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably there's a sweet spot at like twelve years old or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Where those where the movie hit its prime when you're young, and now it's finally here. Something like and that. And then also you, you, you can hold your attention for three hours, but yes. Yeah. 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 This is one. So, so a lot of people dress up like uh, Elsa, the ice queen mm-hmm. uh, lady. And so afterward, some kids were asking for photos with adults who were dressed up as Elsa who weren't in the show at all. And that was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen at a show. There were adults in the audience yes. dressed up as... Yes, characters from the show. Actually, just Elsa. I only saw adult Elsas. Adults went to the show dressed up as characters in it? <laughs> what does yes. that ever happen? That's what I'm wondering, right? And then on top of that, like... Kids going, can I have a picture with you? And you're like, sure. And so this one, one Elsa had like a line, like a photo line. It looked like it was part of the show. And I turned to my wife and I was like, is that person in the sh- show? She goes, no. You wouldn't I, believe what Matt was wearing at Mystere. <laughs> <laughs> I wore a diaper, but for different reasons. Uh, and no pictures. Well, when I went to see the Lehman trilogy, <laughs> I wore a shirt and tie. <laughs> right, right, right. So I was dressed. <laughs> I get so I get so sad about Broadway, and I'm just wrong. But you know, Lehman trilogy. Yes, that's what I think Broadway should be. And the fact they're doing like you know, Back to the Future now. Yeah, I, I have to just let it go. That's not what Broadway does anymore. No, and 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 things go change the political times. I think I think people are so bombarded with hard shit now that the the idea of like bright escapism is 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 a big factor, especially now. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But but someone dressing up like I can't imagine if two guys who kind of look like you went to Penn and Teller and then stuck around afterward in the hallway and took pictures of people dressed like you well, do. We've had that happen. Okay, so so it's not it's not that unusual then. No, feels, I, I guess not. It feels in poor taste to me. More often uh, they're dressed like Harry Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? Is that true? That's true. Yeah, yeah. 
You don't want random passerby looking in on you. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Your online privacy is important. That's why I use ExpressVPN and you should too. Using the internet without VPN is like going to the bathroom, not closing the door. How is that? Well, your internet service provider knows every single website you visit. Let that sink in for a moment. Wait a minute. They can then sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who then use your data to target you. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so your online activity can't be seen by anyone. It works on phones, laptops, even routers, so anyone who shares your Wi-Fi is protected. And all you have to do is just fire up the ExpressVPN app and click one button. It's as easy as closing the bathroom door. Get an extra three months of ExpressVPN free by going to expressvpn.com slash pen. That's expressvpn.com slash Pen. For three extra months free, expressvpn.com slash pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. So what else you got going down? You're going to be just working with us this next week coming up, right? Yes. And yeah, then yeah. the bucket show. And the bucket show. And then I've been uh, rehearsing with Piff for a t- TV project. Which you can't talk about what, what it is. I right? can't talk about what it is. I don't, I just, I, no one says that, but I guess I'm not supposed to. Or, this is, well, basically, if, I, if, if it's terrible, it probably won't air. So it's not worth people keeping a mental note of. Right. Now, um, uh, tell me what it's like. Because, you know, Piff talked to me. About you doing this. Yeah. He was very excited. Yeah. And Piff gave you some ideas, right? Yeah, yeah. And he turned a trick that was a standard trick into mine that they were like, yeah, maybe let's see some more video to then uh, Piff uh, basically help me come up with a version by helping me come up with Piff wrote a version of my trick (laughs) uh, that was expressly good for this show. And it went from maybe you got to make a video to like, yes, let's do this. Uh And so then I've been rehearsing with Piff. He just has a mind for TV magic that I don't have. Yeah, he's really good. And so we went to have a rehearsal and I brought all my stuff with me. And I was like, I really want to get on my feet. I want to move around and see what the moments are. And he just sat down with the script. Two hours. We went through three lines. Three lines of trying to think of every 
He sees it as such a chess match. It's unbelievable of every little thing of like, wait, who's here? Well, they grab it over here. Why, why don't we do this? Exploring every possible element of what could possibly happen. Just seeing it in slow motion the way I cannot in my brain. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I said, my wife said, how's the rest of this? We went through three lines. She goes, oh God. I said, no, it was amazing. It was amazing. He just has a head for this that I don't, I always talk about like people should hire him all the time for this. Like mm-hmm. he just has, he just, he takes his TV appearances so seriously and sees it, sees every little element of it. Well, you know, you can kind of tell by how good his TV appearances are. That's it. That's it. I mean, even just this very first appearance on Foolus in the UK, mm-hmm. it's amazing how much he planned for yeah. That's what that's what's fascinating to watch. When you watch it, he had something ready for all these little turns yeah. that you would not think about at all in a performance. You know, all the things that were. You know, I've, I interview everyone who goes on, almost everyone who goes on Fool Us. You know, for Allison stuff like that. It's just a. Uh, it's it's always interesting to see how people interpret their chops. You know, and how different TV is. And so for me, being on the other side of it, many times being on, being in the room with Andrew and other people in Lincoln who are coaching people to make your TV trick better for TV. So it's like these little things pop up. I of course want to fight the fight that everyone has, right? Like every live magician has, we're like, what are you talking about? But this bit kills when I'm in front of the audience. Right. And as soon as I almost say that, I'm like, oh my God, I've heard that so many times. And 99% of the time, the person has been wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, like if they, if they say not for TV, they mean it. It's just different language. It's a different medium. And it means different things, you know? I saw, like, someone, uh, a guy recently fooled you guys uh, on this season, Alan Hudson. Mm -hmm. Did a great, great routine. Hilarious, killer routine where he spun around himself in saran wrap. You remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Fine card in saran wrap. uh, Body saran wrap. Great trick. Really funny. And and I'm Facebook friends with him, so he, I saw he posted, like, oh, please come see it in person. They cut so many of my jokes. And I want to be like, shh, 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 shut up, Alan. <laughs> no one remembers when it wasn't there. They just remember your killer routine. And if they go see you in person, yes, it's going to be 10 times funnier mm-hmm. in person than it was on TV. But those jokes don't come off great on TV. They did nothing but make you look good. Uh-huh. And so now I'm going through it myself. I'm like, okay, I got to really not, I got it's that, 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 that's that impulse is there to fight that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, no, no. I believe uh, I'm not good at any of this. Right. And that's why. We keep trying to move forward, and as long as Piff is driving, he has to drive. Yeah. Like, I can't. I'm like, I hear everything you're saying and believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll, I trust the process. I, but it's more, of, it's more of I blind faith the process, you know? Yeah. Um, but you're not a – probably, I mean, probably an advantage for you where you're, you and Teller are concerned is that you're not like you – don't, you don't believe in gags. Right. And having a line for have a line for this gag. If this pops up, I got a line, I got a gag. Yeah. You're not those kind of guys. Right. That's probably served your, your television experiences very well. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just things that get a laugh. I, I mean, I talk about this all the time as someone who's been new to magic, but you know, but uh writing and performing comedy for a while. And that is I always go to my the metaphor, my when I hung up my brother's paintings that he made when he was like 13, 14, that I thought were beautiful, he like winces at them. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I asked him, I said, why do you wince when you see this? It's awesome. You were 14. You made this beautiful painting. And he said, I don't like my sense of value with them. I said, mm-hmm. what do you mean? He goes, the tree, the barn, the fence, you know, the, the wildlife, they all have the same value in this painting. And I, I hate it. I would paint with different values mm-hmm. for different objects or whatever. And I feel like that's always the, 
best metaphor for comedy and magic, right? There are lines that you need that are essential. There are lines that are actually incredibly funny. Mm-hmm. And there are lines that are just throwaway gags. And you have to see the different things for different values. Mm-hmm. So when someone says you get rid of that line and it's not that valuable, get rid of that line. Yeah. Don't fight for every little tiny, don't create every little well, morsel of a laugh. You've already fought for it. Yeah. So you think that you, you want to be respectful to that battle. Yes. And the truth is you're doing a different thing. That's it's it. kind of a new bit. It's an, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so this, what we have now is unrecognizable to the stage routine that I have that has been quote unquote killing since mm-hmm. I've been doing it, right? And, and, and I just have to trust the process that we're doing. But I'm happy, thrilled that we're doing something that's geared towards and tailored towards the show that we're doing. Well, yeah, doing a television show yeah. will allow you to do your live show. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're doing Fallon. Right. So that we can do our live show at the real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if they come see a version of a trick you do on there and it's longer and different, they won't be like- Just thrilled. Yes. They're just- Absolutely thrilled. Combined with the fact that like, oh, I think I remember some of this. It's yeah. really the majority of the feeling. No one's like, wait, this was a tight three minute bit. <laughs> you know, no one's going to yell that at you. Well, but it's exactly when you go to see a band. Yes. And they play their single. Yeah. And there's a solo in the middle. Yeah. You do, well, I guess you do, some people do go, we play it just like the radio. That was, <laughs> like, that was actually the, the worst. <laughs> you came up the only one that sings it. Yeah. I just <laughs> totally destroyed it. Bad, badly done. So um, I was in Vancouver. Mm. I want to just get this off my chest. Okay. Okay. And I had a meeting, and I guess I shouldn't say who it was with, but some we're working with on a project. Okay. And uh, he was a, um, a very uh, uh, fast-talking. Uh, Smooth operator? Yeah, but everything was big. He was a very big person. Mm-hmm. And he's doing this project with us. And uh, Glenn gets crazy when I'm like this, because Glenn says, when you listen to people talk, you listen in a different way. <laughs> and I said, I, I know, and I know that people don't know that, but I said, I just couldn't let this slide. <laughs> so he was making his point. He was making his point yeah. about this project we're doing together. Mm-hmm. And he said, we don't want to send it out of the kitchen too salty and then have it backfire. We want to get it right. I said, listen, are we culinary or are we automotive? <laughs> He said, what? I said, things you send out of the kitchen don't backfire. I said, I mean, it's one sentence. Stick with the same metaphor. And uh, Glenn was trying to move on to the dates of the project, pay schedules, how we're going to get it done. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, well. We don't want to send it out of the kitchen too salty and have the patron not enjoy it. Right. Or have the patron- Send it back. Send it back. Right. Yeah. And I said, or we don't want to send this car out before it's done and have it backfire. (laughs) I said, so pick one, culinary or automotive and stay. See, this is the thing about metaphors. Yeah. You can change around a lot. Yeah. But not within the same metaphor. <laughs> uh, he didn't understand anything I was saying. Oh, that's he, he just wanted to get to the what the dates are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he is looking at making money on a project with Penn and Teller. <laughs> Hard to blame him. 
<laughs> so is Glenn. Ah. I am listening to the words. And then he says, and I think Glenn was very close to tackling me when he said this to try to get me to shut up. He said, well, you know, there's some stuff we can't change. I mean, that train has sailed. <laughs> And when he said that train has sailed, yeah, Glenn was just like, oh, just, 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 and I went, uh, are we uh, locomotive or nautical? <laughs> he said, what? Wait, the guy legitimately did. He didn't do it to like double down on the joke. He nope. legitimately did it. Was it? Not a joke. Not a joke. Oh, I thought. I thought he was being like hysterical, like, oh, I see mm. you hate me mixing metaphors. Well, watch this, buckaroo. No, 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 no. This was the conclusion of his big speech. That he was very serious. That train has sailed. I want to see that train. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a train I want to see. <laughs> I went on. For especially our listeners, mate, for all the Tehachapi Loop fans out there, to go on like sailing train. So I said to him, after I said locomotive or nautical, Glenn said, yes, well, th those are all decided. I will move on. And I said, that train has left the station or that ship has sailed. You can do either one. It's better if you don't say that ship has left the station and better if you don't say that train has sailed. <laughs> and he said, well, right, but what I'm saying is these dates are, and Glenn said, yes, we understand the dates. I went, we understand the dates. We don't understand the metaphor. <laughs> That's the kind of thing. Is <laughs> Teller at the meeting with you with us? No, no, just me. <laughs> just me. And just me and tortured. And I am not listening to the amount of money we're getting paid. Right. Or the schedule, what I have to do, yeah. or any of that stuff, no. which is the stuff that matters in the meeting, right? Yes. And this, the fact that the metaphor is mixed, he communicated perfectly well to me. Yeah. We do not want to send it out of the kitchen salty and have it backfire. I understood a hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. This 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 train has sailed. I understood 100%. So I'm just being a pedantic, hateful asshole. Yeah. But I can't get control of myself. <laughs> I can't get control of myself. Cuz you know, if you asked me, this guy said this, I would argue forever. The purpose of words is to communicate. He communicated perfectly. A mixed metaphor is a pedantic thing that people are bothered by. Yeah. There's no reason because what's really supposed to be done is communicating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did that beautifully. Yeah. And with a great deal of flair. And he leaned into it. And I cannot not be an asshole. <laughs> I'm still working on that it. That train has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> Me being an asshole, that trade has sailed. You want Penn to be better in meetings? Too bad. <laughs> the trade has sailed. We have made our efforts. He was too salty and it backfired. <laughs> <laughs> I would pick up on the same thing and be hysterical. I would crack up, everyone would look at me, and I would be like, don't move on. 
Like I just do anything to be invisible. And then in the car afterward would be like, that train has sailed. <laughs> exactly. And just gone off in the car. Not the way I played it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, that is, I cannot believe that he did another mixed metaphor right after you corrected. Well, he did. Line. There were others in between <laughs> and he was communicating beautifully. You understand? Right. That? He's a guy who gets things done. He's about to get a deal done. I remember, uh, I remember Lou Reed yeah. in his song about Andy Warhol mm -hmm. uh, says, the woman who shot Andy Warhol, he talks about her sentence and then says in the song, you get less time for stealing a car. I said to him, Lou, what do you mean you get less time for stealing a car? He said, I mean, shooting Andy Warhol is a very serious crime, and they let her off with 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 a sentence that was too low. I mean, I would give her the death penalty and pull the switch myself. I said, uh-huh. You get less time for stealing a car is what you want. <laughs> <laughs> right. He said, what do you mean? What do you mean? I said, well, if you get 10 years for shooting Andy Warhol and... Two years for stealing a car. Yeah. You get less time. He goes, yeah, that's the insane thing. Is they're, they're, they're giving this person, they had like two years in prison instead of like 10. I said, so you want them to get less time for stealing a car? And Lou went, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> and I said, so it, it's, it's backwards, isn't it, Lou? And Lou said, everyone knows what I mean. He's yeah, right. He's right. He's right. Plus, it's already recorded now. <laughs> so, <laughs> that train has sailed. <laughs> now, digitally, you can just, you know, take those lyrics out, put them back in, and get it right back on people's iPods. More. Pods. iPods. Listen to me, man of the times. <laughs> I'll do my, I'll do my, I'll do my Lou Reed impersonation. Yeah. More. <laughs> just get that in there. Put that. More. More. <laughs> more time for stealing the car. That's all I got to say. It's, it's easy as that. <laughs> but the deal did not, uh, the deal went, you're still good to go. He was not uh, uh, angered at me being an asshole at all. That's, that's a something. That's a testament to the success of this person. Mm -hmm. Sure. Wasn't, bo wasn't bothered at all. Yeah. I have an asshole who I have to work with. So... <laughs> That's not even worth telling the person when he gets home. How'd your day go? Oh, Pendulette's an asshole. Not interesting. Not a, yeah. Tell me about the traffic on the 11. <laughs> Fact that Pendulette is an asshole yeah. and didn't like me saying the train has sailed. I don't even think that's a blip. No. Is it? No. No. I don't even count as being difficult. No. <laughs> I mean, in terms of entertainers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Picture, picture on the cover. He said, I don't, like, I don't like this picture. I said, well, pull out your iPhone. Have your assistant stand next to me. And if they look a lot older, we can just do the picture right now. <laughs> do any pose you want. <laughs> You're going ready to go off to England? I'm not ready. No. But we leave for England like May 23rd. Okay. I, I know I leave, Teller leaves earlier. I leave right after Moxie's graduation. 
Ah. I mean, I think like right after. Like, like go I to go the to the airport. airport. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because I wanted to stay here. Moxie graduating. Yeah. And then Moxie's in rehearsals. Yeah. In London when I'm performing with 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 Young and Moxie for Edinburgh. Yeah. In rehearsals. Like they got a rehearsal place and stuff. Oh my gosh. Crazy. It's great, crazy. Time just flies by and then I'm dead. <laughs> I said to my friend uh, Kramer the other day, which made me laugh a lot, and I'm surprised no one said this. Someone else might have must have said something like this, right? Mm-hmm. I said to Kramer, Kramer said, we want to go to this art installation that's in a mountain, yep. Terrell. The artist Terrell has done this art installation, and we want to go. Kramer and I want to go together. We like his art. And uh, Kramer said, we, we have to get going. And I said, we have to hurry. We only have the rest of our lives. Because <laughs> when I say yeah. we got the rest of our lives, it now seems short to me. Oh, and yet your, your other child's just one year behind, right? Mm-hmm. So they just graduate. That's a mistake. I mean, my kids are two years apart, but because of their ages, they're only one year apart in school. Mm-hmm. That was a mistake. I should have, I could have stretched it out. I could have kept one of them home longer, a year longer. Well, I don't know. When they get to be teenagers, you may want the opposite. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. That's true, too. I, I said mean, it all the time with people. I could work more cruise ships if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's hard is that I'm like, my kids still like me right now. Yeah. I don't want to spend that much time away. But if I leave them when they're terrible, then, then my wife will hate me, right? Mm-hmm. But your wife's going to hate you anyway. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I mean, you have to. I don't tell you. That train has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really think I'm in a good spot right now, and I really am. <laughs> yeah, you are. I am. Yeah. And it's just, it's going to get weirder from here. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, there is no world in which your life gets better. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't one thing about your life that's going to improve. <laughs> I'm being grateful. I'm being presently grateful. Yeah. That's all yeah, you got to do. That's all I got to do. President grateful. <laughs> From the perspective of the podcast, mm-hmm. Moxie assisted with an ad at like eight or nine years old uh-huh. and then vanished until last week. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Now the person, uh, Diana Corzin, who wrote in and said, the porn up magician is probably catering to people with hand fetishism. I don't think so. I don't think so. And is hand fetishism a thing? Must be. I mean, must be. Yeah, of course. But, but hand, that was the doing, stupidest doing question. Legit magic is hand. Does like is that is that the most pleasing to the hand fetishists? I don't know. Versus maybe I don't know, changing oil. I like that somebody <laughs> <laughs> that covers two fetishes. Uh, I like that uh, that Ed Carter likes me doing all the medical talk. I was afraid the medical. By the way, I absolutely just disproved what I was going to say. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> The Mayo Clinic might have fixed my voice. You feel it. I have no voice problems at all. This is right in the center. Remember when we were shooting Fool Us yeah. in March? Yeah. Remember the voice gone? Yeah. This is the center of it. No problem. It, they may have fixed me. After 40 years, they may have fixed me. And have you had to go for a double, uh, your second uh, neck? I'm going to go in Tuesday. You're going Tuesday. My, the my neck thing. So Tuesday night, uh, uh, Tuesday afternoon, I have a funny voice. And I'll have a wicked, wicked bad sore throat. And it would be physical pain on the outside of the neck? You don't care. Uh, there's physical pain on the outside of the neck, but the whole neck, the whole throat really hurts. Mm. But I know exactly what it's like now. 
But you, and, and there's also no problem. Like, you'd rather that. What do you mean, no problem? They're fixing me. <laughs> no, I don't mind. I prefer, by leaps and bounds, pain to, what's the other thing? In, 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 infirmary? What's the word there, uh, Ready Rich? I have no idea. But uh, <laughs> I, I guess I prefer pain to disability. Is that what I can oh, say? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd rather have an incredible amount of pain in my vocal cords, get that done, yes. and then have my voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd rather, if they said to me, you know, your thumbs hurt a little tiny bit every time you do this card move, Yeah, we can give you a huge amount of pain. And then you'll be able to always use them okay. Yeah. I would go with that. Although there is an exception to that. I once had real pain in my thumbs. Mm -hmm. Both thumbs were bad. And I went to a hand doctor. And the hand doctor said he was going to put a needle into that thumb, into the joint, and inject some shit in there. And he said, I'll do, uh, I'll do each thumb. He did the first thumb. <laughs> And it hurts so much. I said, you know, this left one's feeling good now. <laughs> Your left one was like, fine, I'll talk. I'll talk. I'll uh, tell you everything. Yeah. It was like, uh, hey, you fixed both thumbs with one injection. Isn't that great? I'm leaving now. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't do that. I took, I took the second one. Uh, I, did, I took that you one too. Even though I knew it was going to be wicked bad. Oh, that sounds painful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get all these things. I don't know what it is. But I, I always end up getting some sort of huge pain without anesthetic. Like with the thumbs, he said, you have to be able to feel where it is. I need to put this shot where it hurts the absolute most. <laughs> so you have to, we have to be able to feel your thumb while you're doing it. Doctor, that has to be able to be known academically. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There has to be some other way. It has to be. And then my ear, yeah. they couldn't do it because, and then, you know, and then we did the tell and I want to do a magic trick on the other ear thing. So I didn't have the anesthetic. And the weird thing is I enjoy anesthetic. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I enjoy going out, gone, yeah. boom, out of it. But I end up doing a lot of stuff that's just pain oriented. <laughs> but a guy likes me talking about it because he says, you know, that's part of what life is. It just, you know, we have these medical things. You might as well deal with them as stories and making jokes and yes. stuff like that, which is what I'm doing. Permanent damage, okay. Permanent damage, okay. My favorite ad in Screw Magazine. <laughs> Talked about that many times. Yeah. Screw Magazine classified uh, BDSM. Yeah. Person just going, permanent damage, okay. What I love about that is they're trying to get in the fewest words possible. Yeah. Like, we can discuss what kind of permanent damage I will endure sexually. Yes. That costs too much. Yeah. 25 cents a word. Yeah. Permanent damage, okay. 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that, that's that. So, uh, yeah, we start working with Hondro on Tuesday. Yeah, wait. Uh, Wednesday. Was Wednesday. Yeah. Hondro on Wednesday. And I hope we get a lot of ideas. I hope we have like 25 ideas we can do. By the end of the week. <laughs> what are the chances of that? Zero. <laughs> that was Penn Sunday School. That was Penn Sunday School. Cha-cha-cha. And to our listening You become naked. All nature sang and round us when the music of the spheres. And 
Well, they found Troop 5 in uh, Greenfield, Massachusetts, found my knot board. Really? When I was 12 years old, I tied knots and shellacked them and made a board. And that picture with the Dymo label maker, Knot Board by Penn Gillette, was up on Facebook in the crowd. That's incredible. And I wrote to the guy to say, I'd like to make an offer on that knot board. I haven't heard back. You know, we love you, though. Hey, Matt, you got me to thank? Yeah, I want to thank the following people who support us over at patreon.com slash pen, Soapy Fresh, Dan Griffith, Brad Sherlag, Mike Cavanaugh, Rafiki, Steve Feldman, Jonathan P., Vote for Trump 2024, com. Eric M. Ryan, Krista Hatchaby, Luke McKinney, Gary Cornley, Danny Insert Meta Joke Here Ruse, Matthew O'Sullivan, Betsy Batter, Little Mandar, Michael Fritz, H-E-R-E, Spiffy Croissant, Jobeth R. Bowers, Adam Stickney, Sax Guy Jimmy D, Henry James Allison, and Nathan Julian. Thank you so much. Thank you. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.